You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very weekly manga review show, part of the Weird Science family of Manga Podcast Family Not Network. I'm here with Luke Hollywood. What up, Beep Luke? Boop, what up, Chip? Beep a boop, part of the Akesi crew. <laughs> it is late. Oh, we're oh, goofy. This is going to be crazy. This is going to be a goofy Woo. one. You ended up having a, a change of schedulings oh. and now we're doing this at like 3 a.m your Night time but, hey, that's that's ireland's problems here Indeed. not the philadelphia area it's still getting late for me Uh-oh. i'm getting tired because that's just that's me. Jim but we have a a bunch of books this week including some new ones Boom. that we ended up adding and i told everybody that i was going to catch up with marriage oh. talks and i did before we jump into that because we'll do that first Please go over to Twitter at the A Weird Manga. Follow us, we'll follow you back, and then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash A Weird Science Manga. Get early access to a bunch of things and have some fun in the meantime, right? Here we go, Luke. What is first? No, Mason, we're kicking things off with a big banger fresh on the very weekly show presses, even though I've been doing not to toot my own horn, Jim, I've been no. doing it on Luke's big bangers the last couple of weeks. But- Somebody didn't want to catch up. I don't know. That's I don't right. know what we're playing. I was here. more mustard. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, we have Those are the jokes. Marriage Toxin Chapter Twenty Five. I don't know if this is a title or if that's just the you know color page words. Facing hyper hard hurdles in pursuit of supreme happiness, Chip. Oh my yep. goodness! And we always say that when we jump into a new book, we don't want to. You know, be bogged down with telling everything that happened. I did all so, that. Yeah, you did that. So go listen to Luke. Easy. So in this chapter, we have uh, Gero, who is the, you know, pretty much the poison assassin. Oh. And as we found out throughout this, is a little more of a hot shot than we might have mm. thought at the beginning. He's taking up a new client here, Arashiyama. And the reason is there's somebody out hunting all of the assassins. The users. You end up seeing this guy going. And pretty bad news for everybody, including her, who we in- get introduced and in probably one of the cutest introductions ever. And I'm not talking about her. She <laughs> ends up being kind of a beast master. Oh. But she is the deal where she controls hamsters and ends up having a little hamster sidekick named Sirius who I do like where Sirius was the one who tracked down Yero and ended (laughs) up where he gets a treat, a little sunflower seed here and he is really really cute, I mean you're made to really fall in love with him, I'm really worried and I don't know that this book would go that far to have a slicing and a dicing. It'd be pretty heartless to get rid of the hamster. Oh jeez I mean as it says Pip and all this and you end up even have Konosaki is kind of talking to him at one point, kind of getting along. But all this is just to set up, you know, this whole deal and this hierarchy is is explained a little more. But really what you have is Arashiyama, who is a fangirl of Gero and also is kind of looked at as lame. By even her home, own she's clan. She's no ranking on Yeah, the because beast. she's hamster. That she is... starts talking about, my great-grandfather, he used to have the mice, and we were respected, but 
Right now, now we're not so much. And she's like the lowest of the low, where they even end up having meetings and tell her the wrong time. (laughs) I'm just telling you right now. That is really petty. Imagine, like, you show up like, the minutes are already completed for this meeting. Get lost. When they end up saying, like, 10 o'clock is the meeting, I'm just putting it out here. Not for you. Arashiyama, start showing up earlier. (laughs) I mean, you already know their game here, but you still show up on time, but it's not on time. But I will say the thing where she says, we're so low down right now, our clan, that if we got kicked out, if we got regulated uh, soon, it would not shock me. Though, when you go and you see guys who are in control of alligators and say, they, they don't seem that I low. don't know how much business the alligator assassins be getting these days. Swab killings below. Get it. I'm sure it could get the job done with the alligators. Or the would. Yeah. So you have all this set there for her to say at the end, well, I wanted to hire you, but I don't think I can afford you. I'm kind of stepping on your toes Uh-oh. here. What? Oh, my God. Why am I so pompous to think that? But he ends up saying, no, no, no. 10,000 yen a day. When do I start? And the problem is, is that she's an assassin. They're targeting assassins. She's never killed anybody. And as a hamster. Now, she could do the spy work, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. She ends up where you see Sirius. He's like jumping around in people's backpacks and things. But you end up where she just throws herself at Carol. And this is where I thought that Kanasaki would say, all right, well, this girl might be, you know, on the deal. She starts it. Oh, this is going to cramp the style of us doing our looking for the wife deal Jeez. and stuff like that. I'm like, really? I know that she's a little right like, here. flaky, but she's there. She seems actually his age, which is beyond all the others in my mind. Listen, at this, at this stage, you can't be too picky, I suppose. I, I'm saying at the, she's not bad looking. Comes with a cute hamster. Would be like a good ring bear. Imagine him scuttling along. A lot more (laughs) cuter than than bugs. Don't you diss the bugmaster. He's a gem. He's the greatest. But she says, and it's kind of a a funny play. Okay, so if you're going to protect me, I got to introduce you to the clan. Almost like dating and and getting introduced to a father or something like that. And so they go, and it's like like the side weird apartment zoo-like so thing. Close yeah, zoo. so she, she leads them there, and it's the dialogue between, and, and this book is great. Me and you love this mm-hmm. book, and I'll say, I didn't even say at the beginning, I caught up on this, and it's one of my favorites, if not right now, my favorite book. It's Ooh. really good, and don't end up, you know, reading the description and blowing it off as something goofy, because this has, say, the action at points of a Sakamoto days, yep. But Ding. it also has the character interaction of a Dan to Dan. Ding. It even has some susness of an eye catch. It has a, Ding. but it's its own thing. It yep. doesn't feel like those, but I'm Full saying it really ends up. It also, in my mind at times, plays out as a more clear cut and character driven, say, Undead Unlock. Oh, yeah. I can see that. But like with the specialists. With yeah, the specialists and things like that. And. You end up where every chapter has a gem. It's just, it's always the next character is a gem. And characters that don't seem like in other books, they'd be the big monstrosity and Mm. villains are the gems here. And that's the greatest thing. So they go and they go to this clan headquarters. And you think it's going to be the epic, you know, oh, let's see all the cool different animal users. 
And Garrow, he's kind of ahead of all these guys. He's mm-hmm. one of the five big guys yeah, and is going to take deal. over. So they would treat him like with respect, but you mm-hmm. want to see what's going on. You want to maybe meet the hippo user, right? So she goes down, and this is where you see that Arashiyama, she's not quite there. She starts introducing the clan. Oh, here we go. Here's Rayoman, the serpent user, and Chojabaru, the owl user. You already realize at that point they're dead. They are horrifically murdered, and she's just there introducing them as if she does not realize. Blood everywhere, guts everywhere. I do feel bad the animals are kind of there. Snuggling against Listen, their, their things So I'm telling you I think that crocodile Would have eaten the guy uh, <laughs> But an alligator actually But yeah you have this I don't know about the owl user That's probably not great But Head I wing. guess if you're in the water The orca user Kenkaji could work out But if you're on land it's trouble But they're Problem. all dead I mean that guy Kenkaji He's floating face down In this tank He's dead Uh oh Swimming with the fishes. She introduces them all and goes, oh, I think they might be napping. No, mm. they're dead. You end up, Gero says, no, the they're dead. Golden. And then you see this guy getting up. And he Uh-oh. looks, you know, he's a little shaky. And like, who are you? And that's where Gero realizes what's going on. And says, Kinosaki, Areshiyama, get the hell out of here. Get out of here right now. Oh. And you have the craziest deal. It's like old school print. Yeah, the way this is played out, where Crazy this style. guy stabs Gerald in the gut. This is the assassin. This is the guy we Uh-oh. saw already, and ends up kind of like, yeah, you know what? I've been doing these lower level deals. It's not as fun. You're kind of a, a bigger thing. This Big is cool. Deal. And says it's been a while since I last got the gut of big fish. And at Ooh. that point, you can only think that he's gonna die. I mean, he is bleeding out the mouth already. He ended Uh-oh. up. There's tons of blood. Mm. On the ground, I will tell you right now, too. Uh, Arashiyama and Kunasaki, they did not leave. They're just <laughs> standing there in the back, like, what, what are, are they going to do? But it was very quick. It was so quick, but it was good. It says a new conflict emerges with the thrust of a blade. And Uh-oh. that is the end of the chapter. A really, really good one. Uh, what would you give it? I thought it was a banger. Yeah, I'm loving Marge Toxin. Uh, I love this new Arashiyama. I think she's a gem even more so when she has a cute hamster partner here. Um, and this new threat in the new Assassin Hunter, pretty cool. Because uh, we've been dealing with these other different users, and they have been like a pretty serious problem. For Garo, but as we go on, we've been seeing that Garo is a force to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah. And we've yeah. learned that he's a pretty big deal in the poison world. Uh, so that's been very cool. But to see somebody that is going toe to toe with him and looks like he's winning here, yeah, you know, Shank trouble, City, right? uh, big troubles. And really, what are you going to do when you have the hamster for backup and, you know, and not much else going on there. So this is going to be very intriguing indeed. I'm loving this book. Everybody needs to get on this action. Just like Jim did. I'm going to go with a 9.2 out of 10. I'm going to go 9. I'm going to go Good. 9 out of 10. And the fun play is, up until now, every time Gerald would, would defeat somebody, he would kind of defeat them, but then be nice at the end. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't he wouldn't kill them. But he'd leave them I there. they could but, almost be buddies. Yeah, and it, it kind of even showed that old bug user, he was the guy who kind of started that as well, where they're all. actually nice. 
because mm. I don't think he's going to be nice at the end of this. No. This is straight up. This is death. Kill or, or, be or be killed. Yeah. So there's trouble. So I really like it. And everybody should get on and we'll be continuing with it, obviously. But what are we doing next? Next up, we have another assassin action packed book indeed. Sakamoto Days, Days 93, Rapport Jim. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we get Club Jam, your favorite. Sauce Jab. I get this guy out of my face. Oh, God. They even draw him not so great. Like Dimension. some of the details at points, I thought, okay, he's, he's sus, but he's kind of cool. In this, he just looks weird. And Please. yeah, like the men. And we saw at the end of last chapter, Seba had said that he had the database. I'd give you the database if you let me have my brother back. And you know, for one point, I didn't think Seba would sell them out. But I also know Club Jam can't do crap. Like, he's Jeez. not going to be able yeah, he might be able to say, yeah, he's okay, but there's no way he's getting him out because he's just awful. But n- neither of them believe the other. You end up, and I thought that parts of this chapter were a little bit confusing, as mm-hmm. you do have Club Jam grab what looks like this little, you know, little card. Memory card. And do you see when he grabs it, and you see, like, the finger, Seb's fingers, they're all, like, the fingernails are yeah, all messed yeah, they're up. Yeah, all messed up because he just ripped it off. Jeez. He doesn't believe him. In that, you have Shin. He's doing his things like, where's that jerk Seva? Oh, my God, what's going on? And in a weird play, like, out of nowhere, Grandpa says to Omani, his grandson, listen, you got to be hard-nosed here. You, you can't Sass end up life. liking people. You can't have friends. If things come down to it and I end up having to be taken out, you got to take me out. Everybody is, you know, held accountable and you're going to have to do this. You ended up growing up in this whole place here and you got to survive. If you're going to survive, you have to be a little harder. And you even have, you know, oh, you bastard, you jerk, all these things going down as all these fights are just happening. While also you have all the people zombied up and zombied up in the way that they're going database, database. And with all of that. Shin can't read their minds. They're just thinking of that one thing. They have mind control. But you end up then with Seba and Sus Club Jam just kind of walking around at a point. And they're going down, hey, come down here. Let's see the database. Here it is, whatnot. It's a trap set for him that you end up where then you see that Seba definitely, once he says that it's that card, you realize, yeah, he, he's not giving up. Because remember, the database is the grandpa. So he's not giving it up. But you have this deal where it's like almost like Dr. Evil death hit suddenly <laughs> where the thing breaks open and there's this big cauldron of nonsense. It's like almost like Terminator 2 at the end Jeez. of here where he's going to go and you do have Club Jam is going to fall into this molten lava nonsense. Uh-oh. And Seba says, talk, where's my brother? The problem is Club Jam, he don't care. He doesn't no care way. if he's going to die. He, he thinks it's the attention. greatest thing. And then you get this weird play where he then says, oh, you know what people do at this point? Most humans clap. He lets go because he's holding on a ledge. He's going to fall into this just nonsense. But then he gets these chains, whips around, and then is behind Seva so quickly. I'm and telling you, this sequence. It's I, so crazy. I read it a couple of times. Still don't know what's it's going on. It's so odd, this whole play with them of what happened and where they're going with. All it is is so that he can end up slicing Seba. And really, by the point, Seba falls down and he is destroyed, it looks like. 
His Uh-oh. face is bleeding, and then you have just sus, where Club Jam's like, listen, this is what you do. I'm going to tell you. Just think of my voice now, and I'm going, it's okay. It doesn't hurt. It's okay. It doesn't hurt. It's okay. It doesn't hurt. It's almost like the broken record. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. It's Uh-oh. really like he's saying something nice, but to me, it's full out bullying. You can just tell. Like, I, I don't know when this gets animated. It, like this guy's going to have the creepiest voice on planet oh, Earth. He's the worst. I don't even want to see him. And so, yeah, and then you have Seba, which I thought at this point Seba died. And he was just <laughs> dead eyes. And he goes, see, it doesn't hurt anymore. It stopped hurting. That's Uh-oh. the secret to brainwashing. Your brain already dun, trusts dun. my voice. Clap, clap, clap. We've established rapport. And then says, you know where the database is. So the whole play of that scene is so that he could do this, hypnotize him to not feel pain. But now he trusts everything he says. And we're going to be worried. Oh, no, he's going to sell it out. But if he does now. It's not his fault. He's, you know, mm-hmm. mind controlled. But you mind then freak. have this where all of a sudden, and again, it kind of threw me a bit the first time I read it, where all of a sudden where Shin is, there's where Seba comes and he's invisible. He appears and now they're going to fight because he Uh-oh. is under the control of I Sus always feel Club like that Jim. needed to be a flashback because I, it, we jumped to that very quickly. You know? And you do end up where, again, you have Shin. Seba, you... Uh, and then Ooh. that's when Club Jam comes, which I still don't know why his name's Club Jam, but he has sweet tooth. <laughs> I just, I go. The vibes are all wrong with this guy. And it's one of those where I hate him, not just because we're supposed to hate him because he's a villain. I just, I, I hate him. I, I actually hate personally hate, I hate him beyond, <laughs> beyond the manga. I hate him. I want him to die. And I will be so happy if he gets sliced and diced. But again, so will he. And that'll piss me off. I'll be so yeah, angry. He, he really types that be like, wants. thank you at the end. I'm like, no, that makes He'll it worse. He'll give the Terminator thumbs up and I'll give him, no. the, I'll give him the gym middle finger. About a Go to hell, Club Jam. Even <laughs> his name feels like it should be one of those like old CDs you could buy with all the hits. That Uh-oh. you would play it like a baseball game or something. It's the club <laughs> jam. All right. We'd have, you know, are you ready for this? That's club jam. Not that, this that's what we jerk. Want. You look Jeez. at this guy, you get hepatitis. I'm telling you, <laughs> that that's the least. That's not all you get. Well, oh, if God. you keep looking at him, then it's worse. You start itch. I, I itch when I see him. <laughs> Itching for a scratch is what I'm doing. Oh, what would you give this? Geez. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was decent. Yeah, like we said, we're not the biggest club jammer fan. <laughs> I'm telling, I'd rather have the movie guy. I want movie yeah, guy. Yeah, I hate him too, club. but I... I don't like movie guy, but I'd take him over club jam. I mean... Seriously, oh. I'm telling you right now, if we're going to have him dead, get kill baby in this joint, because then we'll yeah. have somebody we hated, then love, <laughs> to then kill... And they... Kill baby, we love to hate. Club jam, we hate to hate. Yeah, what, what score would you give? <laughs> Yeah, decent. Like I said, like a lot of it was a bit tricky, you know, especially when we get into the crazy boundary and then, you know, he's about to go melting and then he doesn't really. I've found that was a bit. Uh, sometimes with Sakamoto Days, for all the good action that we do get, a little hard to follow sometimes. Uh, and this is an example of that. And dealing with characters, I, I like Seba a little bit, uh, but uh, I'm not too fussed. I like his brother more. Yeah, I like his brother more as well. Uh, so, like, not exactly the, the most exciting characters dealing with this week either. So, not the best Sakamoto we've ever had. I'm going to go with just a 7.2. Yeah, I'm 10. going 7. And, uh, like Amani, I'm not really that 
fond of him either. I, I like no. Seb enough, and obviously yeah. we love Shin, but yeah, yeah you're right. It's, it's one of those where you're not really dealing with the characters that we really, really do like, except Shin. But we'll move on to the next one. What is the next one, Luke? Well, we're dealing now with characters and a book that we really, really like. We have the Akani Banashi's story what's the story number 36 yeah what's the story there's not enough stories it seems Uh-oh. that's the big what deal fans worth yes well here's the deal akani ends up making a sus uh rien the bad guy look bad shade on the stage master. it was it was a diss track full and and he he understood this he got it he ended up being terrible they even show where people are even bored by the time he came up he was off his game and, of course, he's going to blame Akani, but I thought I was going to get what I said, where he's going to think, well, even though he tries to make it, oh, man, you know, I'm just teaching her a lesson, whatever. No, he's a bully. He's a straight-up bully. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe, maybe we might be able to turn him into a gem, in no kind of in a deal of where we find out that he was always, like almost like a, a snake, where he was oh. being hard and trying to do this, but he was trying Tough to teach a lesson. The problem is, he has a history of doing this to everybody, and he is a jerk. So yeah. the big play of this to get through this, you know, pretty quickly, because there's a lot of, well, not repeat, but kind of Chit-chat. the idea of it is that Akani, while everybody thinks it was kind of cool what she did, she should have never have done it. That no, is something that her war. and her level shouldn't do that ever to anybody. And no she might have had everything destroyed by this Rianne until mm-hmm. old. I mean, seriously, Dreamy Gem shows up cool because we get Rikuro Anasan who comes in and says, yo, 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 what's up? And he's like the guy who's the leader. Yeah, but he's like the cool higher up. He's one of those guys that would teach the inner city youth how to read and they would teach him how to dance. Oh, yeah. And everybody called him teach. Yeah, really. And he'd turn the chair around. And put his hat back with the top down to the kids, series. right? So he ends up and he says, hey, Rian, you stop it. Don't bully her anymore. And because, and she, oh, didn't you see what she did? Whatever. And he's like, yeah, I did. But I also know that you do this to everybody. You're supposed to be better than this. And he blames her. Ooh. Oh, I didn't do good on the deal because of her. And he says, you are supposed to be better. That's why you are, you know, above her. And this rank. is something you should be able to deal with. I love the one panel. He's like, nah, nah. He's like, oh my goodness. And yeah, and I love the idea. If you really want to get some, you know, feels of the deal, when he says, yes, sir, I'm sorry, sir, you can mm. only feel good because, and not just for Akane, but also for Asagayo, who really was treated like mm-hmm. crap by this guy. And yeah, this guy then shows, and uh, Arakoro here says, you don't do this stuff anymore. And if you do, it'll get back to me, whatnot. Everybody mind your P's and Q's. But at this one, he's not going to go over to Connie and say, oh, man, you were awesome. High five, whatever he no, says. She gets the dressing down, too, but it's not a rip apart. But she needs to learn that you can't do this. And he does kind of, you know, say, if you keep doing this, you'll be done because you, you don't want Big that problem. many rivals. You don't need grudges. You're learning, learn. You're really good. You have skill, which is cool. And then he's like, he's I, almost like, you're better than this. Don't stoop down. And then to he that says, level. pardon me while I put my beats on and listen to some black pink as he goes better off. Thing. But he ends up kind of being that dreamy kind of boss guy. I'm telling cool you, I do like that's a cool dude. 
He goes off because oh, he has goodness. somewhere to be. But then you yeah, end up also having Asageo who says, come here, Connie, listen, you can't do that. He says it again. You, you can't do this stuff. It'll get you in trouble. It'll get me in trouble. But luckily, you had Rokoro here to save you. By the way, though, I, I shouldn't say this, but it was <laughs> awesome when you did that. That was pretty damn cool. That is a bit of a gem there. So that he Thanks. can say, you know, don't do that again, whatever. But all of that going on you do find out who this Rokuro is he is the apprentice the only apprentice of Wolverine of Kashiwaya, who that's the big bad deal of the deal so this is guy is oh my god big deal. he is the savior of the Rakugo world he's huge so that is a big deal because she didn't know she's like I don't know who that is but yeah so you have all that you have a little bit of an allude to Oh my God, that's the first time since this guy could say. I'm like, what is going on? Here? You have a lot of things thrown in, but then even then, you do end up having Rokuro go off and he has, you know, a meeting, whatnot. And there he is with Master Ronsake. Day drinking. There's a lot of stuff going on in this chapter. Oh, yeah. yeah, day drinking. It's a lady. She ends up saying, I don't like that proper name. You know, well, please call me Aurora. He's like, all Jeez. right. And. He ends up mentioning, you know, a bit of a Connie saying it was a kid that, you know, kind of caught my eye. As interesting spunk. as some spunk and really good. But then we go back and Akani is able to be the opener for that day. And you get this deal where it goes a little much into this, but you get the Natacho, the list of all oh. the rock ago. It feels like it's a... um a set list for a band. And I put, when I was the on bands. the band, when I was in a band in college, I used to love oh. putting the set list together because like they say here, you can't have like the real exciting thing first and then kind of go down. It is, there's a way to make it flow. Plus you can't mm-hmm. repeat things. What I didn't like about this chapter is you know, really the only thing I didn't fully like is we get this explanation and then we turn the page and get it again. <laughs> when Asageo starts telling it to Akani, like, Akani goes, you mean I can't do the same thing? No, you can't do the same thing again. All this is is that Akani has to say, I can't go on. I can't open because they're all doing everything on the list. They're the only ones I know or similar. I don't have any others. I only know, you know, a few of those. And again, we, we kept thinking of this deal of when is she going to not be the best well here you go she only knows five stories she says she's already uh going and they're already being done so she can't do them and apparently that's very low even for her level so it's nice to actually like because for so long as you say we've had akani who is the queen of everything and now she finally has her catch 22 she don't know all the stories they end up saying this deal of Five stories, like, that's not a lot. What's going on? And you do. I think it is Asageo's, like, well, she is brand new. So that's kind of, hmm. but I thought she might have more how good she is. And now you get that play of, first off, they're throwing, like, what sort of training has she had? Not only, she only has mm-hmm. five stories. Though people were saying in the Manga Plus comments that we have seen some stories that she was kind of mimicking of her dad's and things mm. like that. But that might be something that she doesn't want to do. That she might know more, but those are just not something she wants to do. But it's also kind of, I think, throwing in that idea, too, of, well, anybody could be great if they only have five stories. Uh But we'll see. We'll see if it ends up being 
you know, well, I do know this. I just don't want to do it or whatnot. But she looks very sad the way that is. And she ends up, she realizes it's a little few. But we haven't seen her learning or practicing any new story. Because she's been That's going around doing all this stuff. And like, we did, yeah, we've, like, every, it just so happened that we hit the limit here. But, like, every so we've been seeing her doing different stories. And we never thought, oh, yeah, we a just cap thought to this. the way that they would play it is, you just know these stories. They seem to be it's a lot of classics or whatnot. Now, again, what learning. is she going to do? Is this going to be like, and I'll throw it out there, show on Shoten? Where they're gonna have to, she's Uh-oh. gonna have to go to the side and learn a new routine real quick or something. Whoa. I don't know, but you do have the deal where you know some of them are altering stories and doing things. Maybe she'll play that up. Who knows? We'll have to see. But what would you give it? Yeah, I like this chapter. I like every iconic Banashi chapter. All by this one was a bit more of a setup, I suppose, or kind of just every so often this book throws about. 1,200 different characters yeah, out of nowhere. there was a lot of characters in this. <laughs> you remember that one time when they had, like, the Rackle Round Table? Mm-hmm. And you get, like, all the elders with the funny yeah, It was heads. the beginning of this arc, where she went to this, and they were all standing around. You're like, really? I'm writing all these down. You know, if you're going to bust out the notebook for any of the chapters, and it's not just because we don't know anything about Rackle, it's just to keep up with all these different faces and names. And even, like, we get cool headphones, and then he has a master, but then he has a new master that he's day drinking uh, yeah. with. <laughs> I oh, don't even geez. know what's going on there. Is it, is it his mom? Is it My just goodness. another lay? I don't know. I, it's just odd where you just get that really quick and go from there. Very mm. odd deal. Very odd, but I can't say that I didn't enjoy it. And every time we do get these new characters, there are always a couple of gems hidden in there. Uh, and I think he might be one too. But yeah, uh, nice to see as well. Finally, uh, you know, hit the brakes on Akane actually being, like, you know, flawless. We have a big problem here. So I'll be very interested to see how she can handle this. Uh, and I'm very excited to see more. I'm going to go with a solid 8.5 out of 10. I'm going to go 8. 8 out of 10. Oh. I like it. It's just, like you said, you get a lot thrown in. You have a little bit of repeat of the Rock and mm-hmm. Go stuff. And just too many characters out of nowhere. <laughs> at the What feels like we're getting to the end of this arc like she this should end up it is, should be like yeah. you know next chapter the chapter after that i would think would be then we'd move on to something but it might be her going back to you know the deal to learn some more the stories i don't Ooh. know but we have one more chapter one more book for the end of this first section of the podcast what is it luke well we end this section jim with the kaiju number late number eight chapter 73 or monster number eight if you're in manga plus land that is true and with that it hasn't really been monster number eight lately it's oh, been but decent enough we've actually we since go. we came back i've actually enjoyed it this one's quick oh, yeah. i mean this is just this idea of activating number 10 and it's with hoshina mm-hmm. and basically it's like the Kaiju number eight sitcom of the odd couple. It's almost like Venom. Oh my god, it is. But it's Venom where they are not being able the symbiotic relationship is not working out. And they are desperate, so they end up Ashina goes with Monster Ten for Kaiju number ten and goes in, but this is the one kaiju that's kind of sentient. It can talk, and with that it almost they almost might as well just say, listen. You got to kind of be buddies with this thing. You guys have to hang out. It it would be one of those things where I would laugh if they go for drinks after, you know, work and they that's where they bond 
bonding do karaoke. Experience. Yeah, you know, Kaiju number 10 and Ashina doing a little karaoke. But My they buddy. end up where they're trying to do this and it's not working. And so you end up having Monster or Kaiju number 10. What What's the deal? Kaiju number 10 is a daredevil freaking pleasure or crazy situation seeker. Let's go and do this. It's like so over the top, almost like you could play out. It's like the extreme 90s. Extreme. Let's kill everything. And you have Ashina's like, no, no, no. We got to get its flank. You go, screw that. Let's just go attack it. No way. Has a death wish, it seems. Doesn't really care because at points, Ashina's like, listen, we're going to die. I don't care. Well, we might live, but then they're going to, you know, pretty much kill you. I don't care. And just wants to gamble, do everything with that while she doesn't like that. And all the chapter, very quick read, but it's cool. And the, the action's yeah. really good. Through the whole thing, I also like where you get Kaiju number 10 really shows you right away because I guess it's him who ends up cutting the open, the bottom of the, the helicopter. And then they <laughs> just go down on it. And they're like, oh, man, our helicopter, that costs money. But in this whole deal, all I could think of is, Come on, Ashina. Just do what it wants to do for yeah. now. Just do it because whether or not it's going to work, it's better than you going left and it going right. It's the only way to survive. Please do it. Finally, he does. It ends up doing that. But up until then, all up until then, I'm like, come on, let's do this. You're not going to be able to convince this thing to follow you. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's pretty gung-ho. And you have the power levels. They're going down. Oh, my God, it's lower than in training. Because this never worked well in training either. So no. I really, I know that's desperate time. But seriously, maybe this was a real bad idea. Maybe you should have <laughs> just kept, you know, this yeah, off the for deal. For a minute there, it almost seemed like, you know, the jig was up. until they. Even then, it ends up where, uh, you know, Kaiju number 10, hey, let's go here. And they land in the middle of the most densely populated monster area Whoops. and they can't even fight they're going this way that Round way whatever. but once you end up having machina say all right you win for now let's kind of go I'll, I'll follow your lead you tell me what we want to do but i'm gonna control you through this power level spikes up so you end up where it's and i love the idea that Everybody at HQ, they are a roller coaster ride of emotions. What they, the heck? They are screaming, then they're crying, Whoa. then they're yelling, then they're laughing, then they're high fiving. They're all over the place because at that whole deal, when they do end up allowing them to take the lead, it ends up being able to do a little more. Even when at one point I thought that Ashina was dead, there was a creak at one point that I actually thought was a blade coming Whoa. through the back. But the whole thing is we're going to face this big thing head on and you end up having it say that's more like it following me into the fire. I'm like, all right, that was quick. It was really quick. It was fun, though. It Mm -hmm. was one of those like all action deals in a book that sometimes even with, you know, the kaiju and stuff like that, sometimes it does drag. At least this was full out full bore. We didn't have to think about family or anything. This was just straight up kind of a neat play of okay i'm gonna try to get this you know weapon number 10 this deal to to bond with me and go so is that was cool to have Mm -hmm. uh what would you give it i thought it was a banger i've been really enjoying these last couple like the mini spotlights 
all the different numbers, weapons. And I said, uh, I kept saying kaiju or monster number eight. It's more the weapon, but yeah. it's from the it's from the kaiju uh, yeah, deal. Absolutely. Just wanted to tell everybody. I think this might be one of the most interesting like pair ups because yeah, really, I think it like, is the personality and like the, the contrast. You know, you got that like kind of clashing personalities going on here. I really do like that. I think that really works well. Almost a little bit like reminded me of how Kafka was. Not that he was like talking to the monster, in but him. he was struggling. He was struggling with the beast within Jim. Um, so to have that kind of literal version here, I think is very interesting. Uh, and it did make like action back chapter, but it did make I had a lot of fun reading the kind of these two going at each other. So I thought that was a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to Kaiju Number Eight every two weeks. And it's been a while since I've said that, so I am enjoying it. I am going to go with a solid 8 out of 10. I'm going 8-5. I I did like it, and I think you're right. I think that this ends up giving you more of an interesting combo. And you may end up almost having that weird play, even though this is a weapon number whatnot, but you know, we'll fight until we become best friends. They may bond. Besties on the battlefield. And what happens when you're a bestie and then they say, oh, yeah, we're going to decommission, you know, weapon number 10. No. We don't like it. And this is almost like the living version. This is the one that is kind of sending it and talking. Mm. So I like that. And it it, it does change up things. It, it would be mm-hmm. boring if each time it's just like, oh, here we go. I train, boom, and go. And you have these little deals, whether it's that it was your mom's, you know, weapon or now a sentient one that talks. I like changing that up. And I think it's a cool deal. But with that, we're going to change it up here to go off. Oh. To you know, that section. The Kiss My Grit. The uh, Luke Hollywood <laughs> Bangers a section. But uh, Luke, that was a lot more awake back then than he is now. Than he is now, I can tell. You're, you're, we better get this done quicker. <laughs> Luke is going to be snoring. But we'll go off to the awake Luke with his Ooh. bangers, and then we'll be back with three books to end the uh, podcast. What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. Part of the Weird Science Manga and Anime family of podcasts. And let me tell you, dear listener, you and me, we're already part of the fam. Bada big, bada boom. Let's go roast some s'mores. Delicious. That's something that Jim hates. Oh my goodness. But yes, here we are once again for another edition of Luke's Big Bangers. Recording this early this week, ladies and gentlemen. Recording on a Sunday. On a Sunday. Uh, so we are hot off the presses with these big baggers. These big baggers are fresh out the oven. So hot they're steaming. Ooh, crispy. Indeed. So bear with me if we're a little loosey-goosey. Because I'm literally just after reading these. And now we're, we're about to dive right in and find out if they're big baggers or not. Oh my goodness. But we do have a full house this week. All the bangers. All ahead of us but will they be crispy will they bop or will they flop that is what we're here to find out ladies and gentlemen oh my goodness kicking things off with my hero academia chapter 371 together with shoji this is shoji's time to shine ladies and gentlemen bada bing what a glow up oh my goodness because we remember last time we did have pretty serious business going on in the my hero academias there was there was the prides and the prejudices and there was you know serious allegations of uh people being mistreated and and the country folk living the backwards 
ruin lives and discrimination just because you'd not be looking like a normal dude and all this jazz. It was pretty serious business indeed. And I was thinking it was a little bit abrupt, but if it led to good stories, I'm all in. And guess what? It led to very good stories. Here we go. This is Shoji's time to shine. He ain't happy with Spinner, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, or any of his cronies here, and he's not going to let this nonsense stand. And he says, what are you doing, Spinner? Do you have a plan? What's going on here? What's the big idea? And Spinner does not be having many ideas. In that uh, brainwashed head of his, he be uh, drooling all over the place, and he be saying, don't care, which means he do not care. Does not have the pronunciation skills either. Oh no. He's just here to smash stuff, and by golly, he's doing a good job of doing that. But we do have one of his pals, the League Cronies Spider-Man. Not, not that type of Spider-Man. Uh, who seems to be, you know, brains of the operation. He's spinning his threads all about the place. He's spinning a yarn to make it seem like Spinner is doing all this for the people and to fight with him, press forward, all this jazz. Shoji's not happy. He's saying that Spinner's going to set them back 30 years. Jeez Louise. But that's when the turtle levels up because we do see that when All for One was dishing out his quirk extravaganza gourmet meals he gave him body bulk of course that made him the big teenage mutant ninja turtle he also gave him scale male armor which really bulks him up until he looks like some demon dragon thing that you'd be fighting in elden ring oh my goodness or as shigaraki as young shiggy points out league of legends which was a, an unexpected shout out i wonder if they got the sponsorship deal going but uh yeah he does be playing the league of legends he is a pro gamer and uh, and spinner be playing that too and now he has become the league of legends he has become the big scary dragon oh my goodness and he is swinging around that blade sword crazy machete thing that he has and uh, and shoji be taking damage chopping hands left right and center oopsie doopsie but it's a uh, it's big time spider-man spitted his thread saying that all this fighting is going to lead to a revolution blood spilled today is going to lead to rights for future heteromorphs that is a uh, dude that not be looking like dudes you know what i'm saying and koji anima who is one of the teammates and friend of Shoji, he's thinking, what a load of hogwash, what a load of baloney, because of all people, Shoji is a real good dude, as we're about to find out now, because we do see in Flashback City, we do see Shoji with the mask off, with his classmates, talking about, you know, some hard times back in the day. Country life was not so fun for young Shoji. His parents didn't have the dupli arms quirk like him, so they were shunned uh, and they lived in a bad town and sometimes some bad stuff happened, such as a blood cleansing, which doesn't sound very healthy, and uh, problems, there was pitchforks, you get the picture, not fun times going on for young Koji, and he's got the scars to prove it, oh jeez Louise, which is why he wears that mask of his, and it's rough stuff, and you know, the rest of his classmates are feeling bad for him, and feeling sorry for whatever they called him an octopus, jeez Louise Mineta, god, but even Mineta apologizes, showing that he could be a gem sometimes too, only sometimes though we do see from shoji he does say yeah he has the scars and his crazy octopus heteromorph form but he knows that people are going to be wondering about that and he knows that there's little polls going around like heroes that look like villains and he ranks pretty high up there unfortunately but he doesn't care the hero life is the life for him and he's wearing that mask because he knows he's not out for revenge he's out for doing the right 
thing. And he remembers of all the bad times he had, he remembers that one good time when he saved a little girl with his droopy arms quirk in the rivers. She was drowning and he reached out and saved her like a young hero. And he remembers that good memory from his special quirk and his special body. And uh, and then uh, all the class just love him so much they give him a big hug and then we're going to give him lots of happy memories. He's going to be a big hero with that special duply arms quirk and it's all sparkly bubbles bless him. He says he's going to be the coolest hero the world's ever seen for generations to come and he's going to give them good memories to everybody. Bada bing! And he shouts out, you know, I was persecuted too. I was living in the sus countries. And yeah, those people that hurt us, they weren't justified. Even Big Fox Lady from back whenever Deku was lone wolf in it. She was sad because she couldn't get into the shelters because they said no heteromorphs allowed. I don't know why they turned her away because she's a baddie. I'm just being honest. I'm not like a baddie like a bad guy. I mean like, you know, another one of them baddies. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it PG for now though, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. Oh, jeez. Personal opinions getting into the podcast. Yikes. But we do see chain mail armor spinner, scale mail, I should say, the crazy looking dragon that he is. He doesn't care about all this prosecution talk and discrimination. He just wants to get the job done. Doesn't care, destroy all. So very good. He has his eyes on the prize. We have squeaky shoes head in the game here. But Shoji is still trying to reach out to the people because this is the common folk that are rallying against him now and he wants to reach out back. He wants to slap back. He wants to say, use your rage and use them scars and, and do something good with it. Make better use of it than all this crazy legal villain action. And Spider-Man, evil Spider-Man, he doesn't like this. He snaps back with his own words of justice and he's not going to let the people be swayed by this childish naivete. Oh no. But that's when two can play because we do see it's not just shoji that's leveling up here kota goofy animal whisperer man that he is he levels up big time we do see his rocky head at uh, the thing times two he is getting real big serious horn action and he says don't you dare mock shoji and he calls in every parrot every pigeon every bird under the sky and they're gonna mess stuff up indeed and so he's leveling up and also shoji is leveling up because we we do see he builds up a big super eyeball arm hand. He has a hand with more hand arms growing out of it. Shiggy would really like this guy. They're kindred spirits with the hand game. And big ugly spitter looks up and says gross. Which is ironic. He should look in the mirror. Oh my goodness. But then Shoji slaps back with the biggest comeback of all saying. Yeah this is who I am. Oh baby I was born that way. And he is proud about it. Oh my goodness. And what a hero moment indeed. And he looks like he's going to lay the smack down on Big Spinner. This turtle is going back into the sewer. Oh my goodness. So yes, indeed. Despite a rocky setup that we had last week, we're getting all the ducks in a row for this discrimination prosecution game that was a bit hokey. We do find out that when it's the character moments, this is where my hero shines. And we did have some crispy character moments here. Shoji stepping up big time. Always the strong and silent type. But geez, he sure did have a lot to say here. And it was all 
very, very good stuff indeed. He's stepping up big time. Very cool. And even uh, even Coda. Coda's stepping up with his big animal attack. Dr. Doolittle strikes back here. Very cool to see indeed. Now, we still have the, the whole thing with Spinner. We're not too sure if we're going to get anything with him at this stage. He seems to be just one track mind uh, and not really thinking too much about anything else. I don't know if we're going to get any flashbacks with him. But yeah, this is where the character work really shines here and it's good to kind of get back on track a bit because uh, we were going all over the place last week. So yeah, a lot more solid this week from My Hero. I was very impressed. Nice to see the Shoji glow up. A long time coming, but it was well worth it. I'm going to go solid 8.5 out of 10. Very happy with this one. Now, as for our next chapter, we move on to Jujutsu Kaisen back at it again on break last week. And it appears that when we were on break, we took a trip down memory lane because we kicked things off with characters that I barely remember. Oh, it's going to be a tricky one indeed, this one. We haven't seen some of these guys in months. You know the way there's some chapters that are a good jumping on point? This one definitely isn't. Oh boy. But bear with me. We'll get through it. We have Jujutsu Kaisen, chapter 202, Blood and Oil. And we open with a with a shout out to the star plasma vessel Rico Amani Ama Amanai indeed uh, yeah and it's been a while since we've seen here that was back from the young Ghetto and Gojo arc way back in the day. So cool to see her. And that was one of my favorite arcs. So I was very happy with that. But this is Yuki Sakubo and Big Thumb himself, Tengen. They are having tea and they are throwing shade. Because it turns out that Yuki is actually a former Star Plasma Vessel candidate for Tengen. And if you don't remember, join the club because neither do I. But I think uh, the Star Plasma Vessel was supposed to be a thing that joins with Tengen kind of like a body sacrifice that gets merged in with Tengen because Tengen is immortal but this is what keeps him from evolving if he absorbs the star plasma vessel it keeps him from or them from evolving because apparently when they evolve then they go a little bit crazy they turn into the cursed spirits and they could end up destroying humanity which is all very crazy for a big thumb but yeah i suppose it is what it is basically yuki thinks that merging is baloney all them people that sacrificed it as the vessels that merge with him what a load of hogwash i suppose as she used to be a former potential vessel herself she's a little bit salty about about stuff like that. Apparently she can still hear the sacrifice vessels that are inside Tengen right now, which is pretty crazy. A little inside out, if you will. All the different emotions, and she's not happy with any of that. But yeah, it's cool to be discussing a lot of this, answering a lot of questions, but I'll be honest, a lot of this is kind of going over my head, because this is stuff that we have not discussed in a long time. So when I was reading this, I felt like I had to open up the wiki every page turn. Oh my goodness. Maybe I just need to pay more attention. Could also be true as I am a dummy. But then we do get a big crazy reveal. It is Stitches fresh from the White House back at it again and now he's at the Tombs of the Star Corridor which is where Tengen is living right now. But we did know that Yuki was on bodyguard detail for Tengen in the Star Corridor and somebody else too. Good old Chozo back at it again. It's been a while since we've seen this guy and Chozo is on the front lines. He's meeting Stitches here and he says he's not going to let him see the big thumb. The talking thumb doesn't want to see you right now. Bless up. But here is where we get into big mind game discussion stuff with stitches and once again it goes over my head completely he's talking about what ifs and potentials 
where what's going to happen with Tengen if Tengen ends up evolving and using that cursed energy and turning people into sorcerers and all sorts they end up going into a film of the mind theater of the mind to look at all these eventual possibilities Yuki wants to rid the world of the cursed spirits and Stitches has his own plan but he kind of agrees and there's a lot going on here and it's all going over my head and then we do see some crazy what ifs what if evolved Tengen actually happened what if the star plasma vessel thing went wrong and he evolved turned into a cursed spirit and ended up turning every human every non-sorcerer into a cursed spirit themselves and we get some creepy just in time for halloween some creepy freaky monster looking finger everybody turns into hand monsters skin i'm telling you this turns into some freak human centipede looking monster dude next to the tokyo tower is this tokyo underworld oh my goodness this is creepy indeed very yikes indeed uh, and this is just a what if but stitches has some crazy ideas oh my gosh and he wants to see this reality he wants to see what could happen if tengen ends up evolving which is not something that the bodyguards want chozo doesn't want this yuki doesn't want this so chozo is going to stop stitches from doing anything crazy with his piercing blood attack and that's the end of the chapter and, oh apart from some crazy visual like whoa han monster this is like shiggy times a million oh my goodness Creepy indeed. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, a bit of a confusing chapter, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, we went through it pretty quick because I'll be honest, a lot of it went over my head. If you're looking for more detailed analysis, go to somebody that's not a dummy, I suppose. Oh, because I'm having problems. Oh, jeez. Nice to have callbacks to the Star Plasma Vessel because that was something that I never really understood when we first came. I did enjoy the young ghetto, young Gojo shenanigans, but I didn't really get the whole star plasma vessel thing so hearing it from tengen themselves the talking thumb back at it again that was all intriguing and yuki yuki is very intriguing we've had very little of her but every time she does show up there's some crazy stuff going on indeed and she is a power player in the jujitsu world so very intriguing and i do like chozo as well i do like all these characters i like stitches too but when they're talking about weird crazy what ifs it all kind of goes over my head so i'm hoping for the sake of my dummy brain that Maybe we just get to some, uh, you know, punching and fighting action there next time just to ease my aching brain because it is having problems. But uh, yeah, a decent setup chapter, I suppose, getting all the ducks in a row for what could be an assault on the Tengen talking thumb. So interesting indeed. We'll have to see where it goes from here. I'm going to go with a 7.2, hoping for some more crispy action next time, hopefully. But there you have it. There is two bangers. Fresh from the oven on a Sunday. Hopefully that was somewhat coherent. Probably need to read them a few more times for them to make sense in my head. But you know, it is what it is. And we roll with the punches here on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. Oh my goodness. But indeed, two bangers were had. That is the end of the section. All that's left to do is hand it back to Jim and me in the future. Ooh. Oh, spooky indeed. It's not even going to be Halloween when we're talking next. And Halloween's not even happened yet. Crazy, timey, why we shenanigans. Oh my goodness. But yes, back to Jim. Big Bangers is over. And we'll do it all again next week. Boom. All right. And we are back. And usually I would badmouth you, Luke. But because Whoa. we are pressed for time, or at least your waking hours time, 
Uh-oh. We will get right into this. What are we going to start this section with? Oh, I forgot. We <laughs> are going to start with Spy Family. We oh, just yeah, talked about it like yeah. 80 times. Spy <laughs> Family. As soon as we jumped in, I, it erased from my mind. Adam is reading my mind. You told me that you have really. She's reading nothing. Uh-oh. And you said you got a drink to pep yourself up. I guess it didn't work. <laughs> What are we talking about, Luke? Yes, but I have it all loaded up. It's like I planned it already, Jim. We have this week Spy X Family, mission number 70, Suspus Returns. Not quite a mission. It's more of Suspus hijacking. We've already seen this where, and they go through a nice little recap for people if they don't remember the Suspus. It got hijacked. It's hijacked because all these kids on it, except for maybe Anya. Have you know these really big to do families and things? And I when am. you have this guy going down the line, he does end up really knowing all of them. So this was fully planned out. They've done their deal. But Anya's freaking out because everybody's freaking out. She hears everything in their mind. Are Whoa. we going to die? I want my mommy and daddy. And you do have Gem of Gems, as always, Becky, trying to comfort her. Are you going to be okay? Because she really is having problems. Damien is pissed. He is really upset. I think that he ends up being like somebody who he might want to step up because he thinks he should. Should he be the hero? But he's not really. And even as you have Big Dude jump up and say, yeah, Big Bill says, everyone stay calm. You know, they're not really going to kill us. They'll just let us go. We have parents who are important people. They'll be on their way to save us. And he almost gets shot in the face. If oh, this geez. was like real life, he might have been <laughs> shot. First off, he doesn't quite look like a kid. So, so they might tend to go, but that's so they're like, you shut up. You know, and he's like, sorry, really sorry. Oh my God. Well, that's when you do have Anya start thinking of what she can do, whatever. Everybody's kind of got their own idea of how they can save everybody. While you also, as I said, the kidnappers, the hijackers, they, the one guy's going down the line. And pointing out that he knows all of these people, who Rich they are, whatnot. Kitties. We then go, and we were kind of worried that Twilight slash Lloyd would get involved. Maybe your Lloyd's not. He is out of town. Out of I town like when business. they show at this business where he's like, oh, he's doing this. Is that him making the <laughs> handoff, or is that him standing like, uh, Both. you know, a bad butt <laughs> against the wall? I'm like, look yeah, at this he, guy. He's handing the suitcase, and he's looking like a cool dude. It, it's so crazy there. So you end up where he's out of the picture. So will it be your? I see a lot of people mm-hmm. think that it's going to be Yuri. They A lot oh, of people. That's, that's in the Manga Plus are on Yuri. That he will be that. to continue maybe a little upswing road to redemption. Uh, we'll have to see if that's the case, but if he shows up, he's going to do some really bad things to these hijacker oh, yeah. kidnappers. And then he's going to realize that Anya saw. So what will happen? Uh Oh, that's an extra bit of layers. Mm. Yeah. Because she's obviously seen Lloyd do his thing. You mm-hmm. do his and has read a bit of the mind of Yuri, but never really saw him do like Serious that. Business. So, but she, She's really good at keeping those secrets, I'll tell mm-hmm. you. But so she she's trying to figure out at this point though, the kids are trying to figure out you have bully boys bullying each other. Whoa, the tables have turned. Bow cut his ideas to put the window down and yell for help. Not a great idea. Conan O'Brien is his partner there of bully boys says, Yeah, you're gonna get us killed. You have everybody trying to figure something out, but 
they need to know, or at least everybody's like, where are we going? Where are they taking us? Are they going to kill us? If we can find out where we're going, maybe we can let somebody know somehow. And you end up on you. She can read minds. That'll be great. But these people aren't thinking of where they're going. She needs to up the ante. So she does end up being very smart here, way more than a lot of times. She ends up saying, oh, boy. I really need to pee. I'm going to pee my pants. I How long till we get there? I'm going to pee my pants. And they don't want to have to deal with kids peeing their pants. No. And in the meantime, they think, well, we have about 30 minutes, but they're going to this Papier Palace. Oh, and it's about 30 <laughs> minutes, so they know where it is. And she says, Papier Palace Park, there it is. Becky's like, how the heck do you know that? And she says, I can read lips. And it works. She's Great. a genius. She says, and that's where Becky goes, really? That's so cool. And then he says, yeah, I learned it in that Spike cartoon. I can read lips, but I can't write. Yeah, really. They need to get a note out. Okay, so Anya gets out a piece of paper and a pencil, starts writing, and says, okay, we'll have code in this. We'll do this. It'll be a spy note. And then hands it to Becky. Becky goes, well, you don't have to have it all in code. And she says, it isn't. I just have bad handwriting. (laughs) So she rewrites it, right? And then they put it in a tin. Becky comes through too and attaches her school ID. Yeah, ends up clever. having an SOS, and again, she's a big to do. Mm. So when they, they throw it out the window, she now this the guy SOS on it exactly. So they end up, you know, doing this. But before they do it, they do need a distraction. They need a distraction as this is going on, and Damien comes through, and we said big that time. we were hoping the kids would do something for themselves, and then we thought. Well, what can they do? The armed guard, you know, armed. I didn't know but... it would be all toilet related. But yeah, I but it's kind of that's funny. The secret weapon. And Damien, is he the gem of the gems this <laughs> week? Because I mean, I'm telling you, he says to them, "I got this. Don't worry. I'll cause the distraction." Cool he dude does, that he is. They're sending notes. Anya writes a note and throws it over to Damien. He can't read that scribbly scratch writing. Becky has to rewrite their note and says, "We're going to throw this thing out. It's going to try to get us from the distraction." So he goes up to. The hijackers and goes, hey there. And I mean, the look on his face as he goes, I am like right now about to crap my pants. Amazing. And he has a smile on his face. He is sweating, but he's kind of cool. Cucumber Determined here. to crap his pants. I am going to crap the hell out of these pants <laughs> and it's going to stink. So they don't want that. Right. And then he ends up where he's like, check it out. It keeps going where he wants it. And it is funny because. When you do have that, he looks all cool. Then you go back to Anya and Becky. You're like, that's the plan. Uh-oh. Like, that's it. And Becky says, it's just as bad as Anya's pee pants plan. But he's like, listen, when my stomach's upset, my eyelashes twitch. You see this? It's twitching around here. I'm going to put my pants. And you end up where this hijacker goes, do, do they just have morons in this school? Let's go, go back and sit down. But that's where they throw this tin out of the window. And the problem is, it's kind of seen yep, by spotted. the hijackers. Says, what did you just do? What did you throw outside? You do have the one old lady. I- I'm telling you, sus old lady. She's not, She wants to yell at the clouds, but now she can yell at, oh, those kids and they're littering. Littering at the school. Luckily, she picks it up. I thought that it was going to be Anya throwing it out right over a bridge into the water. <laughs> they pick it up. Oh, my God. There you go. Somebody's going to know where they are going to end up at least now because they did get word out. But if you want to have an ending 
Oh my that goodness. is going to make the weight to the next chapter unbearable. Extreme. You end up where this guy goes to the extreme, all right? What he the gets heck? out of his backpack duffel bag deal. You don't see what it is, but he grabs Anya and right there is bad. Yeah. Like that Problems. got me upset because Anya's so nice and cute, and he just rips her out of the seat, even at the point where there's Becky who's freaking out. And then you get a click chat, it says. And oh. he's put a bomb collar what on heck? her neck. She has the steel. Suicide now, squad. Oh, my God. And if this is the thing, like, it may not be real. And maybe she can read the minds to see it's not. But it might be. And the guy says. pretty legit. Yeah. And the guy says, listen, everybody. This bomb on this girl, I will blow her head off if she does anything. If you do anything. Maybe if I do anything. I mean, <laughs> this is it. I if will blow her up. Crapster pads, done. Yeah. yeah, and says, you know, if you care about this girl's life, and you do end up seeing Becky, and you do end up seeing Damien, everybody's like, oh, my God. And then Anya in the middle of the bus there with that thing on with this look. Now, you would think that it would cause a real big explosion. You might not want to do that, so maybe that's the play. But a cliffhanger it's crazy it mm-hmm. really is crazy and it gets you worried so i can't wait for the next chapter to see what happens and i kind of hope that people are right and it is you know the deal where yuri shows up and has his time to stop something Ooh. like this we've seen why like do it a million times we've seen your do it a million times mm-hmm. so it'll be something a little different Step or it up. maybe you just have the kids continue maybe this bomb thing ends up back firing in a way and they are able to do something i don't I know i hope it doesn't backfire they're all dead <laughs> we'll see how it is what would you give i thought it was a banger you know what we were i asking hope it's for? not too much of a banger we were uh, indeed we were asking for the kids stepping it up and that's what they did um even david i was not expecting that from david before he stepped up too uh but yeah i really enjoyed them like figuring it some very smart plays and not just from anya like from from becky too you know, they all kind of step. And even Bill, you know, big boy Bill. Bill was trying to step it up and calm people down. Now, step it up. everybody seemed to have good place, except Bully Boys. Well, uh, at least yeah. the one, Bull Cut. The so, other one, Conan O'Brien, he just was like, shut your mouth. You're going to get them all killed. You stick to the bully and not the plan. So what would be your score? This has to be the craziest cliffhanger we've ever had for a spy family chapter. That's going to bump my score up big time. Also... Showing that Lloyd is out of the picture, that was pretty cool, you know, because that was something we were worried about. So this chapter ticked a lot of the boxes for what we were wanting. I'm going to go with a very high score, 9 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to go 9 as well. And they they should have maybe, I don't know how they're going to play it, because, you know, your may come to say, but the only thing that they did to make your not in the picture here is they did say at the beginning, Elegance was talking Elegance. and said they are not going to tell the parents yet. Nobody's going to inform the parents because we have to see what's going on here. No need to alarm them just yet, though. It should be. Uh, But that's the way that they, I think they play that you will not be able to find out about it. Uh, But I would have liked to have seen her just like they show that she's at home taking a nap or start to show her. So we kind of know, okay, she's definitely out of the picture as well, Mm -hmm. which would lead you. And again, it's not a spoiler because we don't know what's going on, but if they're right with it being Yuri, you don't really think of Yuri showing up to help, even though, you know, secret police and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it does make sense. But that is kind of a cool play if that's what happens. But 
If you were would show up, you'd be like, ah, you know, okay. Yeah, some of the excitement would be. But she has no way to know anything going on because they haven't announced it, so that's pretty cool. So, yeah, we're both 9 out of 10s for that one, one of the best chapters of the week. What is next? Well, we go from bully boys, Jim, to no bullying at all because we have the Chainsaw Man, Chapter 109. The easy way to stop the bullions. Yeah, yeah. And here we go. We're going to actually get Denji in this. But about time. is it as satisfying as we would hope? Because Uh-oh. you end up having this whole deal and you have the, the Justice Devil times 80. Whoa. You end up, all right, the bullies are done. We did see that some, you know, official devil hunter had shown up and they're there. I hardly knew ye. They get <laughs> sliced and diced. That's true, but he's running away. That yeah. has to be the most tragic. Like, he didn't even get to do his anything powers. He just he turned around and got sliced. If we ever get to this point in the anime, I need to have the legs still run for at least five <laughs> feet and then fall over. But it's hilarious. But oh, no. all this looks like it leads to trouble. It looks like Ace is dead. Whoops. And, you know, whether it was because of the deal, all these things going on, and you do end up having a freak out from this Justice Devil then saying, oh, my God, who did this? Who did this? Grab sus, you know, girl. Oh, bully girl. Yeah, bully girl. And is going to kill her. And it ends up where Denji shows up. Then This is very quick. This is going to be a couple minutes because Denji shows up and is like, hey, there, let that girl down, you bad devil. Hey, who whose business is up it is yours? Oh, by the way, you can call me. And hits the pull cord. The chainsaw man. Whoa. And this is something that we saw that wanted to see it. And even this the uh, you know, bully girl, chainsaw man, chainsaw man, chainsaw man. Everybody's all fired up for the chainsaw man. And you do have the Justice Devil and all that, like, oh my god, yeah, stay away. I'm kind of a big fan of yours. Oh, this is cool. But you end up having Denji just pull out, not even knowing the situation. He's just like, Chainsaw Man, here to save the day. Here I Whoa. am. And they're going to read his mind. And it's just him thinking about, man, I'm going to expose my secret here and get laid. It's what you basically probably get out of this. Yep. And ends up where all he's thinking of is, how do I expose my secret identity and make it seem natural? So there you go. <laughs> That's what you kind of got. Brand plan. Not many people around to see this, and we'll see. But while that's going on, then you do end up going and seeing Asa, who like, oh, oh I'm getting up. I'm, I'm not dead. But is she? Isn't she? Because she Who's pretty much charge? when she gets up, she's Yuru. Uh-oh. You know, and, and that's pretty bad. And again, somebody who wanted this whole thing to be to draw out the Chainsaw Man. That's why she ended up starting all this stuff going to stop everything and try to lead to this so you end up where she says chainsaw man and he says yeah and then they look at each other <laughs> and, yeah, and i'm like it. all right like i said it's it's so quick, quick. and it, it's one of those setup deals it's like an in-betweener you it end is up what getting that though you yeah know? we get but i think that what i really want is what we'll get next chapter, next hopefully. chapter. Yeah, yeah this one is just kind of the start of things and nothing Laying is really foundation. happening except he is going to town on the Justice Devil. I mean, that thing is all sliced and diced to the point. He is cutting through the Slim Jim part, as you oh, saw no. it look like. But, yeah, that brain is, is having problems. So, Indeed. in the end, though, that is what Yuru wanted. So, we'll see if that's what ends up happening and how this works out. I'm sure that Chainsaw Man, if he ends up at some point, Denji, whatnot, 
we'll mention there's a girl there in panties, you know, and a, and a bra. So, but we'll see how it works out as he looks over, and we'll see how that plays out. But very quick, what would you give it? Yeah, I liked it. It was quick, of course. Uh, I think, you know, the, the creator here very much enjoyed the return of Dendi. You can see, like, lots of splash pages going big on the action, like, which always works with Chainsaw Man, but, like, you can really tell, like, because it's been such a long time, they really went all out of here. Uh, and it made for a quick read, but a satisfying one. And like you said, when we get to that last page, you're kind of like, okay, here we go. This is what we've been waiting for. Now let's get into the really good stuff. Next week is where me and you have both been waiting for a long time to see this kind of interaction. I mean, when it came when it came back and it was Asa, immediately she wanted, okay, I combined with mm. the war devil. And that's the whole play. We both hate the Chainsaw Man. Let's yep. fight him. Let's kill him. And now we're finally getting to it's that. It's been here. a long, like, you know, it's been a long road to get here. We've had a lot of chapters, but we're finally kind of getting to that setup that we've been talking about all this time. So I'm looking forward to it a lot. I can't wait for the next chapter. I'm going to go with an 8 out of 10. I'm going 8 out of 10 as well. What a big. And Again, like I said, I think that it's going to be a banger next week because of that setup. Or, or it'll be like, okay, we've been waiting for this face-off. See what happens. Denji may just leave. Who knows? Because Denji is such a wild card, especially Denji, coming Denji. back here, that you have no idea what will happen. So in that, though, we have one last chapter to go. What is it, Luke? We wrap things up this week with the Dan to Dance, Chapter 80. Ran into some <laughs> deadly dudes, Ran too. into some to, deadly dudes, too. I yeah, had to read that twice. It is kind of crazy. <laughs> so we end up where it looks like alien invasion. I still blame Vimola for oh, no. out. I, well, especially after this moment, like this bit here, pretty sus, Vimola. Yeah, because you end up where you have, you know, Okarani saying goodnight to Vimola. Okay, tomorrow then. She bows tomorrow then. And he goes to leave and she grabs and it's like, oh, no, no, you know, this is the fifth time, please. I have to leave. And she is just going to town in her language, you know, going, trying to warn him of something, trying to do something. And she's grabbing him, not letting him go as if she knows the crap has hit the fan and Uh she has fallen in love with him and doesn't want him to die. Or it may be even more sus. We may find out. But. He takes this as, because he has no idea what's going on, but he takes it as she, she wants to marry him. Like, you know, I can't marry you. And he ends up saying out loud, I'm in love with Miss Ayas. And they kind of stare at each other. And then I'm like, they could be brother and sister. It's a little weird. And then he says, I'm sorry. And boom, he takes off. He takes off like, what's his name? The running mannequin with the guts, like you, the running man, as we called him back in the day. Like he goes and he's running and he thinks to himself, he actually confessed, he confessed that he loved out loud. He never said that before out loud. He then said it, but not to her. But will I be able to do this? And oh, my aching heart Mm. runs and then decides like, what the turns around? And it is full out alien invasion (laughs) of praying manises. Mecca and Transformer comes in out of nowhere. There are crazy things coming at oh him here goodness. as he turns around and sees it. So that's the you know here we go. This Problem. is what we were talking about and was seemingly set up by Vimola or at least that ball when it was activated earlier in the series. So 
you end up then going off and you go right to Gigi and Ira, who they're in the mid fight, and Ira's already transformed. She's really doing some damage. She's actually mm-hmm. fighting back. Gigi's jumping around and running. Gigi's doing a pretty good job of getting past all this. And I like the idea. It's so funny in my mind. And these alien monster, whatever, they're pretty cool. There's some cool looks. And you then have, like, Iris just like, are you going to do anything? Come on, Gigi. we got to do this. Get Evil Eye out here. And Gigi says, I can't. Evil Eye will only fight Okoron. It won't do us any good, even if I turn into that. Let me try my new shoot the air ability here. And he tries to do it. It doesn't do much. I mean, he tried. But with all that, he ends up being attacked. And he's running almost from the kaiju version of like an Indiana Jones boulder. Like (laughs) this thing is rolling down with this big force field around. He's Uh trying to get out of the way. And it looks like he's going to die. I mean, at one point, this thing kind of just goes to town mm-hmm. and just is going to plop right down on him. And he is getting ripped apart. Yeah, he get damaged. And here's the other thing that then we talk about it sometimes where it being in black and white is a shame because you do then get Ira goes off and gets a bucket of water. She needs to douse. Gigi, she needs to turn him into the evil eye only mm-hmm. just to save him because you're going to die. And when she does that, she goes, oh, my God, the water is evaporating. And I don't know if it's because of the heat. There's fire because there is like what looks like maybe a round in the steel. And I wish that it might have been in color to show that, but it is evaporating or it's getting sucked up. Yeah. And the big thing, though, is it looks like the big giant. Ultraman-looking 80-foot kaiju nonsense deal. Actually is shocked at this point, like, huh? Like, looks down because some of the water, and remember, only a little drop has to go on. (laughs) You get Gigi, now it isn't, he's saved because Evil Eye is there. I saw somebody in the comments, and it's true. Evil Eye shows up with the biggest swagger, no matter what the situation is, smack talk in a pose, and it's just there, like, just there, like, hey, Puts up with these boogers <laughs> Just like alright He seems mad enough that he might Actually fight them But I don't know I did, Because the rule was and The way it was set up Was that he would only or could only fight Okoron Maybe you can get Okoron I don't, Okoron seems to be out in the middle of nowhere Surely alien invasions Are special exceptions I, and, that, and I wonder like do you need Permission from Okoron <laughs> But he's there do you need this Get him on speed You time. may end up having You know the, the world Saved by Evil Eye maybe, maybe. But, Yeah, I mean Crazy. I'm telling you the what's up with these Boogers and his swagger is pretty cool <laughs> Pretty cool but I'll give Full credit to, to Ira She's really fighting back Yeah and holding her own. And remember, a lot of the times she ends up, well, I'm the chosen one. And here nonsense. And I'm the greatest. I'm the. She's stepping up here. Take like a lot of times all. it's nonsense. But here, she's really is stepping it up mm-hmm. and ends up saving Gigi's life by throwing well, that water. It looked like he was going to die. So I just like where he's trying to do that maneuver and it does nothing. <laughs> he's like, holy crap. And he starts trying to run again. Uh, but in that, uh, what would you give it? I thought this was decent. Uh, it really does feel, I don't know if it's just because we have like all the different characters split up and this big alien invasion. kind of feels like Endgame, potentially, you know, and even now calling in the evil eye for the, you know, the backup here. Um, 
Like, and stuff like, you know, uh, like the confession here from Okarun, and we already kind of have had the confession from Momo, you know, like, it feels like yep, we now are... Now they both have indirect confessions. Indirect confessions, ooh, in the midst of this But it big... does feel like it's getting towards an end game. Yeah. That, that yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, but you can never tell with this book. That's the problem. Like, we have this big end game alien invasion and all the, you know, dogs get in a row, but then something that another crazy alien might show up and join the crew. Well, you know? if one of these aliens ends up dying and spits out uh, Okaron's balls, then then we know we're getting near the end. Uh-oh. You know, the golden ball comes out. There's going to be, you know, that's near end game. Then, uh, yeah, I'm with you though, and it, I wish they were all together at this mm. point. At this point, Momo's still, you know, at the babe cafe, and with that deal, could there be the crazy deal that Slipmouth? She might yeah, save Slip them because the she's going to be going there and she Crazy. might end up fighting them indirectly it's a lot of indirect stuff indirectly. but yeah there's some weird deal or does she come out and fall in love with the evil eye that'd be Ooh. crazy <laughs> that'd be nuts but all in all i think that they might end up like thinking vimola might be a little sus after this if they can figure things out but we'll have to see but what is your score yeah i thought it was decent i'm looking forward to seeing how this all shakes out i'm gonna go for the same point out 7.8. I'm actually 7.5. You can't okay. even talk anymore. Oh, I'm a little boy. lower, but I still love it. But it was very quick, and it really yeah. was just, hey, we need Evil Eye. Get everything set up. Ira was, was good. I liked seeing that, but I would have liked to have seen Momo. I would have liked to have seen Okaron do a little more as well. Then the confession was great, but then he just runs and turns around, and there's Kaiju, Oopsies. alien invasion, and Transformers. Yeah, so... We'll see. And also, I do expect at some point for Vimola to step up and actually join their side as well. Yeah. Like, you would have, you would think that she might try to stop Or maybe this, she's too sus, Jim. Maybe. I don't she know. was trying to get Okaron to at least protect him. So if he gets attacked, Uh-oh. I think she might step in and we might see that Kaiju suit going to town and Ooh. stuff like that and see her. Re- maybe she even has a evolved real form or something. Maybe. Like that. We'll have to see. Because I think that she's fallen in love. With her Earth friends here, Indeed. just like in Jin's new video for the astronaut. Oh my goodness, Absolutely. it's a banger that one Boom. is. If you're a BTS fan, or if you're just a fan of feels, but in <laughs> all of that, that's it. Who was your gem of the week? Gem of the week, easy peasy, has to go to the cutest hamster around. Serious, oh from my Marish god, Johnson. you're going serious. Oh my goodness, serious I hit the business. wrong thing. It's late. I'm going full out, Damien. I mean, he's going to crap his pants for everybody. <laughs> with a smile on his face. I'm about to crap my pants. I'm going with him. <laughs> I got the twitchy eyes. Sirius is such a such a gem, gem, really. And so I actually, since it was the first book we talked about, forgot about that. But I still, I'm going to go with Damien. Pull out. I can go with R.I. too. Ends up saving Gigi. But I'll go with crap my pants, Damien. Trying to run distraction. So all Whoa. that. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. That is it. Now, I have to go edit this thing. Who knows? Sleepy time. It's now getting late for me as well, and I'm getting tired. But please go over to the Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga, where you can get early access to up to eight of our Manga Monday shows. A lot of bangers in there, as well as all of our reading clubs. And you end up, we do this as well. You can give us a little, you know, little... Thanks a lot, guys. There we you, go. you do some good stuff there. 
Keep doing we try to do. do a lot and try to do all that stuff. And if you aren't aware of all the shows that we do, including our seven manga reading clubs, including the Spy Family, My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, Death Note, and Dragon Ball, go to the show notes and you can click on one, two, or all. That's it. You can't do three. One, Catch two, or all. Hopefully all. And rate and review Boom. this podcast and all the ones that you can that really does end up making our day and also helps us out. So all oh. that said and done, me and Luke are done. Thanks, Luke, for staying awake <laughs> on your new schedule. We'll Just probably have to boat. figure out our way that we do this going forward. But all with that said, thanks a lot. <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk to everybody next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.